the Empower Her Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode number 63. In today's episode, we are going to talk about some of my top fat loss tips that you can implement before you even start thinking about tracking macros or calories. A quick word on today's episode's sponsor before we get into the podcast, that is New Zest. I first tried New Zest Good Green Vitality Greens Powder back in 2019, so about two to three years ago. And since then, they've undergone dozens of formulation tweaks, each an improvement on the last. It's my all-in-one nutritional insurance. I love taking it each day. I always do my best with nutrient-dense meals, of course, as you guys know, and I like to eat the rainbow and have lots of veggies. But the Good Green Vitality Greens Powder further covers my bases with over 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source micronutrients that support both gut health and the immune system. It also tastes delicious as well. So I am a big fan. If you're interested in trying it, New Zest has given the podcast listeners a 20% off discount code when you use the code EMPOWER20 at checkout. That's E-M-P-O-W-E-R 20. So a lot of you could be listening to this and quite new to your health and fitness journey and thinking about starting to track macros and calories, but we don't want to jump too far ahead of us, okay? If you're looking to lose weight and you're just starting out in your health and fitness journey, or hell, even if you're far into your health and fitness journey and you've always tracked macros, these tips can be helpful as well because it's about your overall health and how to fuel your body the right way. But if you're starting out, you really want to pick the low-hanging fruit first. This will make it far easier for you to make changes that don't overwhelm you. So I'm going to talk about eight simple tips and simple changes that you can make to your nutrition this month or next month, whenever you wish to start, in order to achieve some fat loss and weight loss before you even look at opening my fitness pal. Number one, eat more plant-based food. Have you ever heard of someone getting fat by eating lots of fruit and veg? No, me either. So vegetables are low in calories, high in fiber, they'll help you keep full for longer. If you eat them first before your meal, you'll likely eat fewer calories overall. So when I say plant-based food, we're really talking about anything that is coming from the ground, okay? So fruits and vegetables, we can even talk about legumes and so on as well. All of these sort of foods are going to be really helpful to helping you feel full and they're also a little bit slower to digest generally speaking as well so you'll feel fuller for longer and they're going to help your digestive system also so lots of benefits with that one but eating more plant-based food is a really great place to start generally I would recommend getting at least five servings of vegetables per day in your diet and that can be really easily done by including two cups of vegetables with your lunch and with your dinner and then one cup of vegetables as a snack mid-afternoon so say for example having some veggie sticks with um, some hummus or tzatziki as your afternoon snack and that's going to really easily help you get more veggies in and feel fuller after your meals. Number two, cut out liquid calories. So this is where the sneaky calories often come in. Milky teas, coffees, juices, fizzy drinks, smoothies, they're all easy ways to consume a lot of calories that may be preventing you from losing fat. And often 
these liquid calories are things that we forget about and forget that we're even having in our daily diet. And we think that we're doing really well, you know, with our nutrition because we're thinking about what we're eating, but we're in fact not taking into consideration the calories that can come from drinks. Now, I'm not saying to never have a latte again. I mean, I love my morning latte and I would never give it up, but maybe you can reduce your large latte to a small or the second latte to a black coffee or even just make sure that it's not a sugary latte you're having. It's not about full-on restriction, but being a little more aware of your liquid calorie intake can really help you stay on track and cut out some sneaky calories that you won't really miss from your diet. Number three, limit alcohol. Alcohol consumption, unfortunately, can very easily prevent you from seeing any results at all, even if your diet is on point. Now, if you don't believe me, let's look at some numbers to understand how this can take effect. Say you're looking to lose one pound or half a kilo of fat per week. In that case, you'd need a daily deficit of 500 calories, roughly speaking. Now, if you're eating in a deficit throughout the week, but you drink two large glasses of wine each evening to wind down, that is around 270 calories and easily erases over 50% of your deficit efforts without you even realizing it. As well as that, it's important to understand that alcohol is something that the body tries to excrete and metabolize as quickly as possible once it comes into your system. So basically, once we start to consume alcohol, the body will stop metabolizing your other macronutrients and nutrients in order to get rid of the toxin that is alcohol. So it does um, delay or start to impact our fat loss results. Number four, quit snacking. This is a big one and often the people that snack the most are people that are not having substantial main meals. They're the type of people that you know, in the morning they are just rushing out the door to work so they don't have a proper breakfast and then they get a little bit hungry on the way to work so they have a little snack, say a muffin with their coffee and then because that's not a very substantial meal contributing really to any um, protein or really healthy carbohydrates. It's mostly going to be unhealthy carbs and fats that are in that meal. And it's going to result in you feeling quite hungry mid-morning again and having another snack. And all of the snacking really adds up over time, okay? So you won't need to snack as often if you have regular meals with substantial and filling main meals. And snacking is often a habit as well that people have fallen into when they're bored or tired. I know if I have a day that I'm not doing a whole lot, I will often just turn to the cupboards and start looking for food to eat out of boredom. So it's important to start to uh, regulate that as well and understand whether you're eating out of boredom or habits or whether you're actually hungry. So the biggest step in quitting snacking is starting to establish regular mealtimes and this will really help to control your hunger. Number five, expect some hunger. If you're eating less food in order to lose weight, then you have to anticipate and accept that you will be hungry at times. If you're not hungry at all when you're in a deficit, it's likely that you're probably not in a deficit, okay? So this is important to realize. It comes with the territory. If you're going to be eating less than your body requires, you're going to be in a deficit, which means that you're going to feel hunger at times. And it's more about accepting this and creating strategies that will help you to manage it because hunger is normal if you're dieting. It just means 
managing it by, you know, keeping busy, drinking more water, including more volume in your meals, eating more veggies and so on. Number six, manage your food environment. You can't hope to rely on willpower alone to get you through a diet. Set your environment up to make it easier for you to make the right choices. This means creating a little friction between the unhelpful behaviors and making good actions much easier. So some simple tips that could help you with managing your food environment would be things like don't buy the foods you will overeat. Or if you do, or if somebody else in the house eats those foods, you want to just keep them out of sight. So they're not the first thing you see when you open the fridge or the cupboards. Another thing you might want to do is keep healthier options within easy reach in your fridge or cupboards for when cravings hit. Or you might want to have your meals prepped ahead of time so you don't turn to the kitchen cupboards when you're really hungry after work and start to just pull out whatever the quickest and easiest option is, or you come home from work feeling tired, exhausted, hungry, and stressed, and the easiest option might be to open your phone and order Uber Eats. If you are a little bit prepared and manage your environment better, delete Uber Eats off your phone perhaps and prep some meals or at least have some ready meals in the freezer that are healthy and will help you to hit your targets. Number seven, eat slowly and mindfully. It takes approximately 20 minutes from the time you start eating for your brain to send out signals of fullness. That is quite a long time, okay? Considering, you know, a lot of people will eat mindlessly in front of the TV or come home really hungry, eat your dinner quite quickly because you're rushing out the door to do something else and you really aren't allowing yourself that time for your body to recognize that it is full. So you want to slow down a bit more, chew your food, eating slowly, and that allows you enough time to trigger the signal from your brain that you are full. As well as that, being a bit more mindful when you're eating is really important. I, for example, will never eat my meal in front of a TV or while scrolling on my phone or anything like that. I really see um, mealtimes as more of a meditative experience. Uh, So I will always like sit at the table, make sure that I'm not getting distracted by my phone or by TV or anything, you know, chat with whoever you're having your meal with, enjoy the flavors in your food, be present, be mindful of what you're eating and slow down. And that's really going to help you to actually understand when you are full and not overeat. And overall, feeling full translates into eating less, which is going to help you with your goals. Number eight, eat at home more often. There can be so many hidden calories in restaurant meals and the portions tend to be a lot bigger than when we cook for ourselves. So by eating at home, you limit your exposure to this and you can also ensure that your meals have more protein, which will keep you feeling fuller and more veggies, which will ensure that you're eating fewer calories for a greater feeling of fullness. So that brings us to the end. Let's just recap quickly on those top tips. Number one, eat more plant-based foods. Number two, cut out liquid calories. Number three, limit alcohol. Number four, quit snacking. Number five, expect some hunger. Number six, manage your food environment. Number seven, eat slowly and mindfully. And number eight, 
eat at home more often. Now, they're all really easy tips for you to implement. I think if you were to look at those and think about them, you could start to create some of those changes and take one on board each week. You don't have to do them all at once. I think that's the biggest mistake people make is they think, I need to change my diet, I need to change everything. Don't do that, please. Just choose one of those that you can actually start from tomorrow and implement it right away. It's going to make a difference. Once you've achieved seven days of doing that, implement another tip and start to build them like that. And that's how you can create some habit change in what you're doing. If you want to see a visual of those fat loss tips, I'll pop the link below to an Instagram post I did on those. So you can maybe take a screenshot of it, have it on your phone or save the post and refer back to it. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode and if you think somebody else would benefit from it, please feel free to share it with them by sending them the link or feel free to take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story by tagging me at ActivelyEva or tagging the podcast at EmpowerHer.Fitness. And lastly, if you're a listener of the podcast who's enjoying it and is benefiting from it, I would absolutely appreciate it if you take the time to leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. And you can now also do that on Spotify as well. Thanks so much for listening and I will speak to you in the next episode.